This episode of Critical Hit is going out to Jerry, Steve, Ari, and Ray. Thank you so much for becoming patrons and increasing your Patreon pledge. This episode of Critical Hit is going out to you. You want to get your name read on the show? All you need to do is become a new member in the next week at patreon.com slash major spoilers, where you will be able to unlock all sorts of bonus features over at the Patreon website, including listening to next week's episode before everyone else. So what are you waiting for? Patreon.com slash major spoilers. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Oh, Kevin, I received so many emails from our last episode. I'm kidding. This is all in the can. That episode hasn't even released by the time we're recording this. So all of you who are sending me your uh, your emails, uh, as of this recording, we haven't even read them yet. You haven't even written them yet. But I bet you're wondering and scratching Trippy, your head, man. why am I supposed to be sending emails? Kevin, why might they be sending emails or not sending emails? Yeah, last time. On, on Critical, critical hit. hit. On Critical Hit. That was me. Oh, man. So we went and saw a, uh, what, are, what are these guys called? A uh, spatial evangelists or what, what, what do we call these kind of people? The Church of Abadar. The Axiom of Abundance. Yes, the show is called the Axiom of Abundance. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the speaker uh, was um, arch director and CEO of Abadar Credit Sys, uh, Eon Souljet. And he was preaching the good gospel of Avatar. And uh, you guys were able to talk with him backstage uh, briefly uh, while on Absalom Station. Uh, and uh, he seems uh, generous enough to grant his blessing uh, on your redemption race round idea. Hooray for us. Literal blessing, actually. He's going to lay hands on us all. Yeah, but nothing comes with just, you know, like a, I, I absolve you, Matthew, of all the wrongdoings that you've done in your life, and then you move on. They always want something else in return. Yeah, so you guys had to sign a pretty extensive contract uh, with his uh, Android um, sort of uh, person, uh, what's, what's the right term? Secretary. Yeah, uh, assistant, uh, Aurea, who uh, graciously uh, granted you guys um, all of 30 seconds to discuss it, and then uh, you uh, drank the potion you'd gotten from uh, the Witch Warper, Zem, uh, and hoped that that would get you out of uh, the magical bindings of this contract. Yeah, did little it? did they did know it? that we signed it with our left hand. Ha ha. Uh, with our fingers crossed. I don't even have hands. And so, uh, you guys uh, are still in Absalom Station. Uh, you, you've been dismissed from uh, the, the Golden Vault Productions area. Um, you do see the, uh, the Golem uh, that had drawn the lottery that had, had, you know, used his giant, uh, fist to, uh, to, um, open the, this massive vault and, uh, pull out the little lottery balls. Um, 
he, he does kind of shuffle up to uh, Ian Soljet as uh, as he's leaving, and he kind of mumbles, but he's still very loud. Being a giant golem, is like, oh, sir, I was wondering if uh, you know, I'm still liking the the lottery job, but you'd said maybe there would be a role uh, for me in one of the upcoming uh, mega changers. And um, you don't hear catch his response, but uh, the golem like slumps his shoulders and trundles off. Oh. And uh, yeah, and you guys are uh, free to go about your business. Um, though uh, you you note you have uh, almost immediately you have an invitation uh, in your Infosphere connections. Um, to uh, a club for later that night uh, on Absalom Station. What sort of club? It's called Opulence, and it is not a club you've ever been to. It is way too expensive and invite only. I think, team co-captains, I think this means we've hit the big time. Yeah, maybe a little harder than we expected. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I guess maybe we use our new Abadar black cards to get something nice to wear. Hmm. Uh, Bob, do you want to um uh, look around here? Yeah. Do we still got a mental link? We can. Yeah, I thought we are. Just, yeah, did that all okay. last time. Establish mental link. Yeah. Mental link established. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that requires a, um, uh, you guys touching. So, um, yeah, you can be holding hands. I'm, uh, I jump up and have everybody carry me like I'm crowd surfing, and that's how we do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, uh, our team's going to look like it's really religious, but we're always just yeah, talking like telepathically. We're, we're, we're constantly bringing it in. Yep. Take a knee, take a knee everyone. <laughs> um, what did you want me to look around for? I don't. What I wanted you to look around for is that thing that maybe you want to do with the oh, right. for the abolitionists. So what I'm saying I, is, I, I if you want to go through with that, we can try and help you find that terminal well i certainly want to free my brothers and sisters in in uh indentured servitude as quickly as possible okay and if we can do that that would be great but all right Uh i also realize that this race is very important to everyone else so please don't take my needs and wants as being more important than the needs and wants of the group it's uh nice of you to say bob but think we kind of owe it to the abolitionists too on account of fixing yeah. up our ship they oh, thank you for lot. saying that down with the man down with the man and it's really weird because bob's shouting inside of our our thoughts mm-hmm. he's <laughs> just like rubbing her temples all right uh why don't we Bangy accidentally lets go of, you know, however you guys are keeping touch of, of each other. And then she's like, oh, wait. <laughs> so rejoin. I'll use the tail for that. 
Two hands, tail. <laughs> um, in that case, let's give ourselves a tour of the premises. Uh, Skritic, why don't you uh, try to maybe check out what the ventilation is like around here? And uh, Bob and um, forgotten everybody's names. Quentin. Quentin. Uh, see if you can work out a any sort of like map that can help us get in there. Uh, keep an eye out because I'm sure security <laughs> is, you know, the yeah. bomb right now. So, all yeah, right, we got you. Um, if it comes down to it, I can probably create a distraction or we can create a distraction without too many problems. But, uh, yeah, let's just start wandering around and see where they tell us not to go, um, and see if we can find anything out. All right. So, uh, Hecubino, what are you doing? Uh, I am going to get a... Get some pamphlets and start looking through them and start wandering the halls and see if I can find like, oh, this is Yon Soljit's dressing room. And this is like, this is where they uh, polish all of the bingo balls and stuff. Like, I'm actually very interested in that sort of thing. And talking like, I'm guessing Vangie's probably coming with me at least. So talking to her yeah. about it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna act like I'm a big fanboy and start wandering around, and hopefully both create an opportunity, um, and also keep attention on me, uh, so that uh, whoever needs to basically break off the group and go sneak somewhere or go try something can do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to almost like physically provide cover in that like she just takes up a lot of space, um, and so that like. If say uh, uh, Quentin or Bob kind of like want to stealthily, or for that matter, Skritic, who's probably really the best at that, uh, <laughs> hide behind her momentarily to to get somewhere. Okay, I think I'm just okay. going to. Um, I think I'm just going to try to access any of the uh, closed off Wi-Fi or Infosphere um, networks here in the uh, facility. To just kind of probe around and see what kind of security system that they have in that. Okay. Quentin, what are you doing? Hmm. All right. You can do the so, same thing. Well, all right. So, I, Clarity, I, you know, we, we asked the question before the game, and I, I don't know if I got the full answer. What did we promise the robots to do again? Um, we're gonna upload. We're gonna upload mm -hmm. uh, a virus into the system to mm -hmm. hack the system, to uh, you know, take down the the servers mm -hmm. and free all the robots who are in indentured servitude. And basically, we're gonna blow up all the credit unions. So mm. I'm down with. So that. we've got a little bit of we hackers. Also to blow up the Geffen building. Yeah, we got um, a little bit of hackers. We I got a little that... bit of Fight Club, and we got a little bit of uh, Tremors, just for taste. I I think that was the long term plan. I don't think. You know, I think there's also a little bit of Mr. To... Robot too. But oh yes, Mr. Robot. That's correct. Well, he... saying saying Mr. Robot and Fight Club, at least that first season, is yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm, soon, very fair. soon that's we fair. will realize that Quentin has just been a figment of Bob's imagination the entire time. Mm, 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 mm. Let me let me uh, let me jump in here. Um, so you're you're mostly right with your summary uh, there, Stephen. Um, but as Rodrigo was saying, uh, that's kind of more of a long-term goal. Uh, this would still be an information gathering hack as opposed to a take down the whole system hack. Yeah, um, do a remote hack. Uh, they cooked up a special, um, they, the, the Android abolitionist front, uh, according to, to Zoe, your, your one contact, uh, had a uh, devotee of Triune, the god of artificial intelligence, uh, whip up this particular uh, set of protocols and, and programs to uh, be able to hack it, even past their, you know, Abadar vault level security. Um, so, uh, Quentin, you said you're going into the vents? Yes. Going into the vents to see if I can find actual mm. access, physical access points where I won't be visible mm. uh, to things. And I'm going to sneak into like the, the subflooring or the elevated ceiling or, you know, clearly every one of these places has that big Bruce Willis access vent through the top of the room uh, because every place does. <laughs> okay. In case and... Bruce Willis needs to escape. Uh, so just think of me as a cylindrical Bruce Willis. I thought you were a sphere. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good with shapes. I'm a liberal arts major. I mean, which you know, way you're looking Bruce at Bruce Willis is a severe, uh, a cylindrical shaped, uh, diehard. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a pure cylinder. <laughs> uh, Amu, what are you doing, buddy? At this point, nothing I, that we haven't been told to do. Okay, yeah. like this is very much outside of Amu's wheelhouse, and they know it. Uh, so unless one of the co-captains says do this, uh, we ain't doing nothing. Hey, Skritik, it's outside I mean. of Amu's cylinder of influence. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I was also planning on hitting any vents or. No, go ahead. Great. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I was also planning on hitting vents or any like convenient uh, crawl spaces or any other shaft right. or ways of getting around spying slash sneaking. Um. So we've got team uh, uh, cylinders in the vents. Okay. <laughs> and also, can oh, any one of us like upload? The whatever to the computer is there like an actual physical dongle that one of us needs to be holding on to? Uh, just he, data that we can transmit. Oh no, this this stuff is uh, pretty pretty dangerous. Um, they would not want it out in the wild. Uh, so uh, yeah, it would just be. Uh, so Bob has it, and yeah, okay. it, there's a there's an actual uh, credit stick like uh, device. Um, theoretically, it could be used wirelessly, uh, but they predict, uh, will have said that uh, Zoe predicted um, anything that has a wireless connection won't have the information you're looking for. <laughs> so I'm guessing then Skritik and Quentin are looking for those kind of access ports in the ventilation system. Is there like a 
or like going around the ventilation system to find to see if they can find a secure terminal somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, would the yeah. would a terminal that accepts like donations to the church uh, work in this case? Do you think? Like you well, know, no, right? Like you could. So so, um, I mean, it's all got to be connected somehow. Why don't you guys give me? How about anyone who wants to can give me computers checks? Would it be even networked, even an internet? Twenty nine. Okay. So uh, this might uh, short circuit some of the the discussions. Um, <laughs> that one. You pretty quickly realize. Uh, I mean, the the survey of uh, what kind of access you have here and who's doing what is relevant for giving you some extra information, Bob. Uh, okay. But you realize now, like, this is, this stuff is probably all just Golden Vault productions. You're, you're in a, uh, a big stage area. You know, this is for broadcasting. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's very unlikely that the same um, because it's clearly not generally available on the infosphere or through uh, regular infosphere hacks. That is obviously known and was uh, clear to you from the Android abolitionist front. Otherwise you wouldn't have needed to get to Eon Souljet's terminal to, to use right. this. Um, the number of people using like their production staff doesn't have this kind of access you know these are just like riggers and uh you know lighting people and um uh makeup artists and you know like people taking donations for the church there's no way any of these have the level of access you need Mm, okay well then i will wander around and try to also find ian souljet's office uh and and I may just, uh, since I don't have, I guess I can do an infosphere info blip to Quentin and relay that information to him. Blip. You have mail. So, are you basically saying that we're probably not going to find the, ter- the sort of terminal that we're looking for here because it's not part of the church? Right. Well, or rather, th- this particular part of the church is. Yeah, we're not going to find anything that we want of relevance here. Like the, we're not going to be able to get into Aeon Souljet's if he, if he servers had, in maybe, all likelihood. Maybe he has an office here that where he has a secure terminal. That would be the hope. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, anything out in the open, definitely no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well. Let's try to find his find office a then. Terminal that I can hack and then get a floor plan of the entire complex. And then anything that looks soul jetty, <laughs> we can then, you know, look into. I mean, how do you even attach a jet to a soul? Is it like a a backpack or nah, it's not that kind of soul. It's um it's it's like one jet. So like a boot jet. Yes. On the soul. Of your foot. I get it. I'm with you. Okay. It made the anagram work. <laughs> <laughs> There's an anagram? Anyway. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you guys, um, uh, let's say Team Vents. Why don't you give me stealth checks? Stealthing it up. All right. On the team vent, I am rolling for just crap tonight. 
I have yet to, in this game, roll decent on computers, but I've been doing better on stealth than 19. 37? Damn it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Ryan hides in his own shadow. (laughs) Yeah, Skritic is good at this. Inside of Bob. Um, (laughs) And, uh, Quentin, you are... Uh, maybe too convinced of your own bounciness and not, uh, you know, as, as soundproof as you should be. I am a robot. Clang. <laughs> uh, so Skritic, uh you wince a couple of times as uh, you think he might get you caught. <laughs> you can go on ahead. In my defense. You know, it, I'm a literal round peg in a square tube, so. More of a rectangular prism. Anyway, uh, so. Well, you got to correct me. <laughs> what are you, Steven over here? Uh, so, Squidic, you're able to uh, go from vent to vent, uh, scurrying along. You're, you're also just faster than Quentin, so you, you um, can kind of outpace him. Uh, and you do catch a glimpse of uh Souljet and Aurea, uh his assistant, um, and uh they're in a, a little room that looks like it's his office, except oh uh there's only one computer in there and his assistant holds it out like it's like a briefcase laptop and he uh twiddles a couple things checks a few numbers and then dis- uh, closes it back up mm. and then they are moving they're they're evidently done for uh the day uh so uh they're they're heading out i think i will tell them see where they go if they like place the computer in a safe or anything or nope Aurea has it uh locked onto their wrists oh okay yep gonna tell them gonna follow and see oh darn it is it's so it's handcuffed to the wrist darn oh yeah handcuffed to the wrist (laughs) all right Mm -hmm. all right so what can we do to accidentally sever the arm (laughs) that sounds like an amu question Mm -hmm. that does Invisible monofilament. Just walking by eating a crudite and I was spreading some butter on a cracker and oh well, no, I'm sorry. Uh so <laughs> Hecubino and Vangi. Uh you guys get a message, a direct message, uh follow up to uh your that invite you got to the club. Oh, from who? It's from Team Electrum. Oh, boy. They said, look forward to meeting you. So evidently, that's who you're meeting tonight. And they only sent it to... Uh, they, they actually say, look forward to meeting you, Team Co-Captains. Fancy, fancy. Very. Well, I think we're getting close to something here. Um, do we get a message from Skritic? Yeah, do I got a covert way to send one without 
nor is it all voice based. Uh, you, you, you guys don't haven't invested a ton in secret uh, comms technology, but I'm sure they have, that Starfinder has the equivalent of text messages. Okay. Yeah, then I'll send him a text message saying that, basically explaining the situation. Computer is handcuffed to the assistant, and I'm following. We'll uh, we'll move to intercept and see if we can stall them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are unfortunately not going a place you have access to. They seem to be leaving through uh, Souljet's private. Uh, elevator. Okay. When you say we don't have access to it, is that like because it's guarded, because it's locked, because it's in a different dimension? This game has a lot of different kinds of not accessible. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, so uh, it is... Uh, you don't have a layout of all of this stuff in your head, um, but you can kind of... Uh, from where Critic is and, you know, where Quentin's bouncing around very obviously in the vents, you can piece together uh, roughly that it's on the, like, further in uh, to the, like, little production area uh, set of this beyond the stage, beyond all that. Um, And uh, there are, at the very least, doors and guards between you and them. All right. Um... Maybe this just isn't our chance right now. Yep, let's shut it down. I'll send the the uh, I'll send everybody a text saying "shut it down" and start heading for the exit. Right. Sounds good. Uh, this mission uh, is successfully shut down unless anybody, <laughs> unless Quentin goes rogue. <laughs> Wild card. Sever the arm. <laughs> I feel I feel like Quentin just by doing anything with us is constantly going rogue. That's fair. Yeah. You're a rogue agent. A rogue roger agent. Well I am six percent elephant on my mother's side. Or should um, I say my motherboard side? Ugh. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to gather up outside of this place. Uh, so uh, you guys um, are able to yeah you know leave. Uh, some people note uh, recognize uh, you, Hecubino. Um, they're like, oh yeah, I've seen you on the on Drifters. Yeah. Well, you just know. like us. Yeah, shake hands, take pictures. Yeah, like inclu- I encourage them to watch the uh, redemption run. Yeah, it's coming up. Don't miss it. Oh, good. I I, I thought it was really anticlimactic. You guys just losing randomly. Right. So did we. <laughs> then what do you do? When is when are we supposed to be at the club? Uh. The club opens at uh, twenty two hundred hours, mm-hmm. so you know. But it's like, is it is it like tonight or is it like tonight later on? Okay, tonight. what time is it now? Um, still daytime. Okay, uh, so you still have plenty, plenty of time. 
we could should we should we reach out to Rain? Um, where did we leave off with Rain? I want to say she. I think was, was she still on our ship? Over. Actually, no. We dropped I think her she off. wandered off. Oh we no! Yeah. Off, yeah. Yeah. We, we were trying to get her to join us. But she said, "But she said, see you, space cowboys." <laughs> yeah, so she was uh, going off on her own and uh, go see if she can work up on the other angles for you guys. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so she's not with you currently. Um, yeah. yeah, better better let her rest. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Or work, um, whatever she wants to do. I mean, should we get something to to wear for tonight? I actually already spent all my money though, but maybe yeah. I think I think fortunately we can we can get away with wearing what we would wear to a race. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. So that way we don't have to break the bank uh trying to figure out how you get Amo into a suit. <laughs> you need two suits. Or maybe a million suits, hard to say. Yeah. It's like uh there's like two pictures of Amu. One of them, uh, he has a pair of pants stuck on the bottom of his shell. It's like, does Amu wear pants like this or like this? And then, like, the other picture is just Amu, but every other pixel is black. <laughs> every, every polyp has a, has a suit. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Let's, uh, I guess maybe we should uh, figure out a place to stay. Yeah, that seems wise. We can start and... working on uh, figuring out where we're going to fix the ship. Yep. We'll go look for relatively cheap lodging. Sure. Um, you uh, are quite familiar with very cheap lodging, cheap lodging <laughs> yeah. uh, on Absalom Station. Uh, you'll, you can probably actually afford slightly better now. Yeah. Um, here's, here's what I'm looking for. Above the line of we have to have somebody awake at all times so we don't get our st- stuff stolen. <laughs> But only slightly above that. <laughs> okay. But don't we have the holy uh, credit card of Antioch now? Oh, that's true. Um, what if we got like a really schmanky place where somebody watches out for us? <laughs> it's like Tim, that's that's great. It's like a D and D party. It's like, oh, we're staying at the inn, so they have a person there to keep watch for you in case of goblins. <laughs> <laughs> God, I like I hate it when adventurers come into town. They're just the worst. Mm. Um, guy works for tips, so you know. I, I I think our credit cards are in fact credit cards. So if we go get a swanky place, we'll have to pay for it eventually. I was not going to say anything. Probably with extremely high interest. Extremely high interest. Yeah, that's how credit cards work. You could spend unlimited money, right? There's, right, a way, right, right. there's ways around that. Yeah, um, not until the Mr. Robot future kicks in. So I think uh, Hecubino has dealt with like Hecubino is pro- has probably been like Hecubino and Bangi have probably like actually worked for creditors in Anakaton. Uh, <laughs> Anakaton, like as muscle or as just like intimidation or whatever. So. From that side is like, uh, like Hecubina is like, oh yeah, actually, credit cards get you beat up. <laughs> yeah, I, aren't these the guys who actually owned the literal mines? 
that we blew up earlier in the game? I don't think so. No, that was Muckrakers. That was okay. a different operation. They're like small time compared to <laughs> Abadarkor. But you probably, like, Quentin probably has the, uh, um, you know, the, like that tree or like that, that flow chart of who owns what. So oh, maybe. sure. Yeah. It's probably a subsidiary. <laughs> God, core. Yeah. Like that whole, uh, what's it called? Required credit counseling is probably like once you, if you actually get, manage to get out of Muckrakers, you make, they make you go to that. But mm-hmm. then they, yeah. And they charge you for it. Yeah, exactly. Which probably puts you back, back in Muckrakers. Putting the top in dystopia. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, yeah, let's go find a mediocre hotel. Sure. So you can find one. Uh, let's see here. You're probably going to want to stay somewhere in the ring. You could stay in Drifter's End. That has kind of a lot of explorer types, uh, spacefarers, a bunch of um, uh, alien ambassadors. You could go over to Free Markets, which is kind of like a merchant district. Um, You probably want to stay out of Olenza. That's where a bunch of human supremacists live. Awkward. Yeah. We vote for Ambassador Area. Okay. So That's you fine. have the most chance to meet strange new alien species. Exactly. Yeah, I think since fine. we don't want Drifters to end, we should avoid Drifters End. Aww. Well, unfortunately. Oh, I, I thought, I'm sorry, I thought the, dis- the district was called Drifter Send. Ah. It's actually called Drifters End. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That That's clears where it up. Drifters go to die. All right. Uh, so to continue on, let's end Drifters. Go to Drifters. Uh, so yeah, you can go to. Uh, it, there's kind of a. The, it's called the Lore Spire Complex, and uh, there that's where uh, the Starfinder Society is based. And then there's a bunch of pretty uh, reasonably priced uh, temporary lodging for. Uh, you guys are probably actually more famous than most of the the people around. Like, you know, uh, Vangi gets noticed on occasion. Um, Hecubino gets noticed a bunch. Uh, but I think, I think uh, yeah, it's like I definitely get noticed because I have a class feature. or a Yeah, so do I. Yeah. yeah, both of us have the same. I mean, we've got different classes that give it to us, but we both also both have fame, effectively. Yep. So you guys are uh, are... Uh, not quite slumming it, but uh, definitely on the the cheaper side, staying with you know the, uh, basically Starfinder grad students and stuff like that. Yeah, this is on brand for us, though. <laughs> yep. We're the people's death racers. Yep. Great. Anything else you want to do before you head to Opulence? I guess mostly have something worked out where one of us is babysitting Amu in case he gets too excited about meeting some sort of alien species and like tries to take a sample. <laughs> well, the two of us have a, I guess team Electrum kind of wants to meet us. So we might oh, yeah. get separated from this? everyone else. 
You guys get this thing from Team Electrum? I don't know. Did we? Everyone has the invite to the club. Only uh, Hikubino and Vangi got a follow-up message. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they just want to... Probably just, like, their captain wants to talk to us. Yeah, that makes sense. Talk Talk business. Yeah. So, I don't know if, like... I don't know if you guys can, like, if Aeon Souljet's going to be there, or if you guys want to just, like, try to get a look at who else is there and gather some info and, yeah, make sure that Amu doesn't take samples without consent. Yeah, and and also... Why um, would we take samples? (laughs) And also, uh, remember we are chasing a conspiracy with a body count of at least seven people by now. So be careful if uh, you're just wandering around the club or whatever. Watch out for, I don't know, diabolical freakiness. Yeah. People look shifty shifty types. Hmm. Would you want me lurking by the uh, captain's table there? Um... I think you should go where your instincts take you. But if your instincts say to sneak around and be close by, then yes. But you know what? When we get there, we'll get a better look at the situation. So you should do what what you think is best. I trust you. Yeah. Look out for a salad bar. Got it. Yep. (laughs) Stuff those cheeks. Yeah. Like Hegibino is not gonna like think badly of like think badly of anyone who just goes in and raids the buffet. Like mm-hmm. that that was him. Uh so at the very least, Quentin, because you're uh, quite trained in culture, but uh anyone who wants to can can make a culture check. Can tell you a little bit more about what's going on here. Sure. Let's see if I'm any good at that one. Yep. Let's you. see. I can do a double row once per day. This yeah, is just an information thing. Yeah, maybe you <laughs> want to save save that for later. Okay. Fair enough. I'll just do 27. Uh-huh. <laughs> just flat Ace, out. Ace is high. Man, operatives are so good. Yeah. <laughs> They're really good. Yeah. If if your game though. if your game actually emphasizes skills, it's it's hard to top the operates operatives <laughs> or whatever. Uh but okay, so uh everyone who got a twenty or higher, which would be Hecubino, Quentin, and Skritic, uh you guys know that opulence uh it it's an infamous nightclub for the ultra elite a-listers, um, basically the young, the hot, the rich, and the famous pick three. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's no there's no salad bar. There's no food. Um, and while it technically opens at 10, uh, or that is to say 2,200 hours, you should not show up at 2,200 hours. No one will be there. Um, we're talking, you know, uh, maybe one in the morning would be a good time to, to arrive. Yeah. Well, then maybe we should take a nap. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, also, uh, it occurs to you, Hecubino, um, based off of, by going back through your messages, you think that the invite came from Team Electrum. Oh, the, the invite for all of us came from Team Electrum. Yes. Okay, all right. And then they just sent you guys an extra message. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll work that into conversation at some point. Sounds right. So yeah, you guys can can rest up. Uh, you can, t- you know, tour the uh, area. Amu, uh, a bunch of Starfinders want to recruit you. Maybe when we are done with the uh, drifting. <laughs> oh, we drift all the time. We have to use our drift engines to go from exciting place to exciting place and have adventures and we we are we are a member of team lizard brain and we can't disappoint the co-captains all right well let me know if you change your mind and they give you some promotional information well i'm gonna be occupied for a little while they seem very young and very well-meaning the hecubino like is crowd (laughs) Yeah, Hecubina will walk by with like a bucket of ice or something, and he'll be like, "Ah, finding Galarian is a chumps game." <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, great. Then uh, let me know if there's anything else you want to do. Otherwise, uh, we can skip ahead to opulence. Uh, yep, I don't have anything else. Yeah, let's go clubbing. Great. All right, so uh, you guys, what time do you show up? 10.46. We will... Actually, okay, I probably will spend a little bit of time trying to figure out a good place to pre-party. So that we can like kind of be seen at the pre-party, too? Yeah, so we'll go... Start something up, pre-party at some other bar. Somewhere with food. Then, this one with food, please. Yeah, and then very publicly, like, make our way to to opulence. Uh, you know, fashionably late, like after one. With Quentin rolling footage the whole time. Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, we're basically streaming with a, uh, and you know, once we get into opulence, whatever we get there, we'll put behind our paywall. that's great all right so uh one thing i'm going to do is i'm going to message uh you and so rodrigo and sam i'm gonna message you two Mm -hmm. uh privately in discord um with a little bit of extra information Uh, I'll, i'll go through descriptions and such once we're actually in the uh in the uh club um so everyone will will get introductions but you guys know a little bit more than most uh so i am currently sending that to you uh and uh any uh thing notable that you um uh want as part of your your pre-party uh Montage, pre-party streaming. 
um, probably a lot of talking up the the redemption run and um, how excited that we are to to do it and have a chance to like further advance and keep the fans up and thanks everyone for believing with in us and you know we're gonna take you with us all the way and just like yeah going somewhere that's like kind of like a more an every man's bar and like chalking up just the love of the race and stuff like that great plus you can get some good vesk food um uh, yeah human food has no flavor mm-hmm. yeah actually if we can if we can party a little bit with those Starfinders. That's probably that probably intercepts with our demographic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so Amu can make some introductions, and then yeah. everybody's happy to 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 go yeah. out. All right, great. Uh, so you arrive uh, at Opulence. Um, it's in the the ultra rich uh segment of absalom station you know uh, as far from the the spire as you guys um you know it's you guys came up uh, like when you were here uh at the very beginning of drifters uh in like the warrens in the spire uh this is the complete opposite end um the club itself has no uh, there's no sign. There's nothing gaudy like that. There's just a couple of um, uh, bouncers uh, and a line. Uh, and uh, the bouncers are enforcing a dress code of stylish, uh, whatever exactly that means. Uh, though for those of you that are, are paying attention, you note that they're actually very good at enforcing that standard. Like they, those that they let in are some combination of dressed, you know, fearlessly or extremely well vetted, like it just well put together. You guys have invitations. So they, they do um, kind of eye you and like, uh, give you a once over though um they recognize uh they actually recognize both you both of the team co-captains uh and you are admitted into a tunnel uh like that the the little doorway opens and uh it's just a long dark tunnel um and you can hear the echoes of screams and you can feel a thumping bass in the soles of your feet. At the end of the tunnel, you see lasers moving ahead of you, purple and green and red and blue. Uh, and then you you enter the club proper, and you realize it is huge. It, it takes up a ton of space. Um, it's dimly lit. It's very, very loud. And there's weird stuff happening all around you. Um, you, you have to kind of move deeper in because you can't block the tunnel um and you see that there's a a dancing pit uh right in front of the dj stage uh though the dj is well protected by security drones and a taser grid those in the dance pit the uh are writhing around ecstatically dripping sweat and various other fluids uh, and there's such a tangle of appendages, you can't make out where one body ends and another one begins, let alone sex or species. 
uh, around the pit, uh, forming almost a complete circle, are private booths. Uh, they're all black and reflective glass. Um, and uh, you, there's like smoke coming out of them and like the lasers bounce off the glass. So there's still, it's still lit, but it's, uh, it's darker. Um, there's a private intoxicant service being delivered to these booths by teams of scantily clad servers with pool floaty fam- flamingos around their waists. Uh, you see several crystal bottles of SCP-207, which is a very rare and supposedly dangerous vintage uh, that are being shaken and sprayed on the most attractive people near one booth. The shaker is a corpulent octopus-like creature bedecked in expensive jewelry. Uh, at another booth, there's an almost impossibly beautiful Lushunta man uh, in what must be like a 20,000 credit suit making it rain uh, digitally, of course, which means he's shedding credits uh, from his account uh, directly to those dancing around him. And there's an accompanying shower of holographic golden sparks and the sounds of clinking coins. Uh, For those of you who pay attention to uh music you you recognize who uh the dj is it's omega ego death uh she has a residency here so i guess this is just another weekday for her um she's got shock green hair and kind of like a punk aesthetic in her personal attire uh the music she's playing is all electronic dance a combination of her takes on the top 200 pack worlds playlists, uh, usually with a better beat and more bass, uh, along with her original music music, which features a lot of top tier vocalists and other musical collaborators. Um, those of you paying attention, uh, note the themes of psychedelic exploration of consciousness, community, death and rebirth, the inevitable end of existence and the all there is is tonight carpe diem tropes in her music and uh, the visuals. Uh, there's a massive screen behind her, by the way, that's depicting these visuals uh, as uh, and they're, they're all over the place. They're as varied as a community of alien species dancing together in a rainbow tunnel when the music is happy and upbeat. Uh, to a star field with an exploding supernova uh, when the music is darker and heavier. Oh, Bob is totally getting into all of this. Living that uh, deep space plur life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's actually pluro here. Um, it's uh, peace, love, unity, respect, oblivion. <laughs> I'm so glad you had a response for this. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they do this little hand motion where they like do symbols for peace, love, unity, respect, and then the end is oblivion where they just like both go like exploding away. Nice. <laughs> Good old nihilistic rave. Uh, and uh, so you are uh, you you can see that uh, your uh, the people who invited you are in one of these private booths. They actually have 
one of the balcony booths, um, which you have to have special via, like ultra VIP access to, um, but you are waved in. And uh, you see um, Team Electrum, at least the six uh, current members. Uh, so I'm going to... You guys are, are kind of walking up and you, you have some time. So I'm going to do the descriptions and say the name. And then if you guys care to chime in with any details, because most of the party does not know uh, much about them and they presumably are not going to introduce themselves. Um, so uh, we'll start with uh, the leader of Team Electrum. Uh, his name is Win Weasel. Uh, he's an uplifted weasel mechanic. So, um, so he's a giant weasel man. Uh, he's got red and white fur, about five feet tall, though he's perched on a stool, uh, so as to be improbably just as tall as uh, the Vesk nearby. He's quite ripped for an anthropomorphic weasel, um, and he's wearing a white tank top and black aviator-style glasses. Ooh, uh, I nod. He, he, she's like, he's 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 the guy in charge. He's their their captain. Staring at uh, Win ominously is the Brick. Uh, he's a huge, like eight foot tall, uh, hulking, extremely well built and attractive Vesk, uh, covered in Vescarium tattoos, uh, which at the very least Vangi will note are. Are the signifier markings for Demaratosh worship, uh, mercenary, and Directive 9 veteran. Demaratosh is the Vesk god of conquest, uh, and Directive 9 is a kind of secret service of um, Vesk military. He's really hardcore. Though yeah, don't mess with that, that guy. But he might not be staying around long. Uh, apparently, he doesn't really get along with Wynn. Uh, next up is uh, a Lashunta uh, man uh, with blonde hair, blue eyes, like beautiful high cheekbones, and he's wearing uh, blue and gold steward armor. Stewards being a type of law enforcement in the pack worlds, uh, but with the badge of office ripped off and patched in its place is the Electrum disc symbol of Team Electrum. Okay, that guy that looks like a cop, he's not a cop. He just dresses like one. Well, he used to be a cop. Yeah. Hmm. His name is Stuart Walker. Next up is Maite. Uh, she is a human female. Um, gorgeous, long black hair, brown eyes, tan skin, uh, black Defrex leather armor in the form of a sweet looking uh, leather jacket and pants. Um, she, uh, she's, I think, I, is she with wind this season or not? Oh, I don't know. I can't keep track. But uh, she's a technomancer, so she's magic. So be careful. Yeah. Uh, beside her is an android with his his bald. He has white dermal plates uh, with an affectation of light facial hair around the jaw and cheeks, wearing a stylish but clearly flexible battle armor business suit. 
uh, all in black with black hitman style gloves and two disintegrator pistols in his jacket. Uh, and he seems to be constantly squinting at you. That guy will kill you. Bob is jealous of his outfit. Yeah, that guy, uh, he actually got hired to kill Team Electrum, and instead they hired him. Okay. He's pretty scary. His name is Cryptex. And then lastly, uh, there's Augustus Slash, uh, who is also bald. He's got He's a human man, uh, dark brown skin, fit and tall. Uh, he's wearing overlapping robes of purple, burgundy, and dark red. Uh, the velvet fabric is uh, rustling, and uh, you can feel the, the magical protections coming off of that. Uh, heck, you know, um, must be woven in the fibers. Uh, his hands have long fingers uh, bedecked in rings with arcane sigils engraved upon them. He's kind of like their uh, Quentin. Um, he's, he's, he's OG, though. Uh, and uh, Wynn will be the first to uh, greet you. Hey, welcome, welcome. Come here, come here. Have a seat, everybody. It's uh, Team Lizard Brain. Yeah, we'll uh, come over and sit down. Yeah, it, it's so so nice to meet you. It's a it's a real honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get that a lot. But uh, hey, now we're uh, we're peers, right? So you can drop oh. the drop the act. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will like, I will just slap um, Augustus in the back. Uh, he he coughs over his incredibly expensive drink and looks at you. You'll have to buy me another. Oh yeah, no problem. He like looks back at everybody. Like he clearly like shoots a a grin at uh, people behind you. Um. So uh, yeah, yeah. Pull up. Drinks are on us, regardless of what Augustus says. Oh, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. That's 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 real generous of you. Pull up a chair. Oh, there's um, there's there's no chairs. This is oh. all uh, like rowdy booth. Loud, yeah, yep. yeah, yep. It's very low to the ground. The booth is actually fairly uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> sure, it, it looks really good, um, but. Uh, People, some people are standing, um, like uh, uh, Stuart Walker and Maite are both watching the the uh, DJ and stuff like that. Um, you, they've clearly ordered uh, intoxicant service, so there are bottles and some sort of hookah-like device. Thank you. Will like sit down and then kind of be like, "Huh, that that has surprisingly a little give to it." <laughs> And then, like, try to adjust herself. Uh, someone, uh, one of the uh, staff, actually, will come up and be like, uh, "Mr. Mr. Weasel, we we just had uh, one one." Uh, he's like, "Oh, hang on one second, guys. Yeah, duty calls." And uh, he t- turns in and he pulls up the the um, 
staff members uh, who all want to take a quick uh, video and post it on the infosphere. And he's like, what do you, what do you want me to say? And they're like, uh, the, the, the racer one, racer one. He's like, ah, all right. Ask any racer, any real racer. It doesn't matter if you win by a centimeter or a kilometer. Winning's winning. There, good, good. All right, yeah. And like a bunch of people get little autographs and stuff like that. Like, sorry. Yeah, like Hey Kubino, when he, after he says that, Hey Kubino will be like, yeah, and like clap a little bit. So, you talk to the man. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna back our uh, our redemption run. That's what we hear. Good for you. That's uh, not many people get second chances on drifters in one season, anyway. Well, we're a very unusual team, even for this competition. Yeah, yeah, we uh, well, we have already run your socials. We reviewed your last race, all that stuff. Uh, so we want to, you know, get to know you in person. So far, we like what we see. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nice to hear. I mean, you know, I know we're technically, you know, maybe hopefully going to compete against you eventually, but I, I'd like to think that it's all sportsmanlike. Oh, of course. Of course. Got to give the people what they want. Right, exactly. Well, look, uh, I'm glad we got the chance to talk. We got a plan, uh, strategize, you know? Well, we've been at this a while, and take it from us. You don't want to roll the dice. You got to play the angles, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, no, lay it on us. All, all, all the advice. We, we'd love to hear you. Right. Um, so uh, I, I'll bet you've already gotten, you know, some of those uh, anti-recording devices, stuff like that. We use them all the time. We're using it right now, just so you know. Yep. 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 Okay. Oh. Oh. Or, uh, uh, Quentin, can you can you can you can you get a message to our followers? Sorry about the live stream being cut off. It hasn't been cut off. I'm just that awesome. <laughs> Uh, they seem to have uh, some sort of jamming device. Oh man! I like I to dance. Good try, though. You can try to be hacking it, but there's some. If you fail, we, then... we we probably don't want to live stream our actual conversation anyway. That's true. Like like when we start taking shots with them or whatever, we'll live stream that. Yeah, 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 and you know, I I presume that Quentin probably has a uh, a set uh, package that airs mm-hmm. when there's dead air. Yeah, basically, it's one of the. It's like you know the uh, the thing that comes up at three in the morning when nobody's actually watching. Anytime Quentin is out of communication, the feed is just full of cool stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It probably drives about half of Quentin's uh, viewers. Yeah. Exactly. It's probably an infomercial. Uh, slap chop. Just like a log crackling. Uh, so everyone is having a seat. Everyone's, you know, drinking and and kind of participating. Or is there anything going on that uh, besides, uh, you know, Vengi and Hakubina so far talking uh, that the rest of you are up to while this is going on? Yeah, so um, 
So if Bob is, uh, if they're got those jamming devices, that kind of compromises Bob for some reason. And he kind of dumbs down like we've seen before. Uh, Amu is definitely fascinated with the massive uh, various races and species that are here. Uh, yeah. Um, Amu, uh, you're probably, let's say, you're uh, closest to uh, the the hoi polloi. You are on this balcony, so you uh, you're further. You're you've got some uh, personal space, but most most people in this uh, club do not. Um, and uh, you're pretty sure that the group of people next to you are leaning against you for support, um, uh, and like kind of using you as though you were part of the wall. <laughs> as they make out with each other. Species. This actually happened to Kevin and I at a club once. Gross. <laughs> they were like leaning on you. On oh, Kevin. Yeah. They used him as a wall. He's very tall. Mm. It was gross. I guess it depends on who was doing the leaning. Uh, in any case, you, you uh, get a quite a, uh, a view, Amu. Um, so, uh, Augustus will actually chime in. Like, hey, have you guys ever been to the Colomocos? It's a gorgeous planet. It, it's all these, um, well, what do you call it? What's the word? Archipelagos. That's the word. Archipelagos. Oh. Yeah. Islands, beaches, the best climate band I've ever been to. They have, like, 500 different kinds of fruit. All of them are delicious. They make these little desserts like cakes and tarts and pies. The locals are really nice, chilled out, always there if you need something like a foot wash or a head massage or a hot towel. So considerate. They, you're treated like a prince. You should go sometime. We own a couple islands there. We can show you the ropes, introduce you to people. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Sure. Yeah, it sounds awesome. We've been to uh, Acton, Absalon Station, and the Diaspora. Uh, Cryptex, the android, leans in with, I know 30 good hiding places for body on Acton. Shall Maine. Um, as long as uh, they could very well overlap with some of the hiding places for bodies that we know. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of good playing places for bodies on Akaton. Yeah, it depends what you mean by good. Like, there's very good ones. That, and how like, big the body, body is. Yeah, yeah. Ex yeah, exactly. Like, if it's just like a, you know, um, uh, blanket on the name of the Skritic mouse but people. Oh, Yosoki. Yosoki body. Like, you got a lot of more options. He, he squints at you and then leans back, apparently satisfied with that as a response. Does the does that seem to like horrify anyone else on the team, or are they kind of are they rolling with it? Oh yeah, they they completely roll with it. Okay, yeah, because that guy's like, oh, we've been to lots of cool places. It's like we haven't been to all to any cool places, and it's like, well, I've committed crimes, and we're like, crimes, crimes. You're speaking our language. Yeah. I think nothing, fingers. nothing surprises Bob anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we broke Bob. He was so young and wild-eyed when we found him. Yeah. 
Let's say Amu's paying attention to the couple. <laughs> the mating dances of the, <laughs> the oh. Absalom Station Clubber. Uh, and uh, you, uh, uh, when Weasel will regain your uh, uh, attention, mm -hmm. so we like what you've got going with uh, with Talos. That seems there's a there's a bit of back and forth there. That's just fine. He's, um, you know, nothing special, but he'll do for uh, for your season one introduction. Uh, you know, bad guy. That's not a problem there. So one thing is, uh, we're gonna need to settle how uh, how we avenge you. Wait, what? Okay, well, uh, yeah. How do I put this? Um, we're the good guys. Uh, we we have to we have to be the good guys. You know, that's that's the brand. Uh, that's that's what we're about. We're I mean, you know, we're scrappy. We're the underdog heroes, even though we've won several times, and we keep just up in the stakes. But never mind that. You know, we've got a we've got some uh, a role that we need to play, and so we can't have two underdog good guys, and we certainly can't have two underdog good guys go up against each other. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, here's the deal. Uh, you lose, and then we avenge you, and we bring you under our wing. So you do your redemption round, that's fine, and uh, then maybe we can pin it on Talos, something like that. Uh, some, you guys get sabotaged again. Whatever. Uh, I, I we can figure out the details, but the bottom line is, you guys will establish the stakes. We want people to like you. You're a likable group, but uh, you know that gives us. We then beat your bad guys. We take you under our wing. You become part of the global, actually galactic, Team Electrum family. That's a that's a that's an interesting idea, but 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 I feel like our fans would be um kind of bored if we got sabotaged again. Maybe maybe we could like um win our race and then we could race against you guys and it could be like, ooh, who's gonna win this one? Is it the scrappy underdogs or the even scrappier underdogs? And like oh, whatever oh, happened. Hmm. I got it. After we win the redemption round, we'll do a heel turn. Ooh. Well, we'll I, I'm uh, in for that. We'll change all of the purple accents to black. And then, so, Bang, you're going to have to start wearing some makeup over your stars. Oh. That's all right. Bitches. Maybe just the, over one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, and then, half heel. Then we can go up against each other, and people will be like, oh... I can't believe Team Electrum was so nice to these guys, and now they're throwing it in their face. I mean, wow. heel turn could work for us, but uh, that's going to be tough on your fans. Hmm. I guess that's true. We want to come at this with, uh, what do we say, 
A win-win. So, if you've got suggestions, we're all ears, but, um... Well, uh, well, uh, how about, I mean, hmm. 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 Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about fan retention. Uh, We are cultivating a fan base that is uh, very shallow. And we're doing that on purpose. Uh, Partially because uh, we're brand new, so people don't know us very well. Um, But I think, you know, a heel turn could work. Uh, Quentin here is, like, a very good editor. Um, we can even cut things together for stuff that we've said before that maybe seemed sinister uh, in retrospect. Especially Amu, his face either doesn't move or moves too much when he's talking. It's, it's very uncanny. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And then we why could... don't you uh, put put a tape together for us? Uh, send us. Uh, uh, you know, here. This is my. Uh, this is a private. Uh, line. You can reach us here. He gives you. He just like flicks his hand, and from up his compad, he's you know wirelessly giving you their uh info, like a private infosphere connection to them. So you I'll, can uh, do. Yeah, I'll motion for Quentin to grab it. Quentin grabs it. Yeah, it's like a yeah, you you know, like a little hologram pops up, um, and you can just like swipe it, and now it's added to all of your uh, Infosphere accounts. Ooh, yep, schmancy. Look it up. Let us know. Uh, we've got you know teams of editors, writers. Uh, you know, we can uh, we can set up some pyrotechnics for you if that's helpful. Makeup. Uh, I hear you're getting a ship upgrade, right? Uh, yeah, 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 we're working on that. We did we did some gear upgrades. Now, now we're we're doing the ship stuff. Good, good, good. So, uh, that's fine. Uh, we'll probably want to shoot some uh, some footage of you know us doing you guys a solid somehow. Maybe we can uh, we can. Uh, do that for your redemption run because we'll come out in favor of the redemption run and then you guys can uh, do some sort of betrayal. So we'll work up uh, some details, shoot them over. Uh, who's your uh, production staff? Uh, that's uh, Quentin here and he works for uh, Extreme Infosphere. Yeah, though I think uh, his contract with Extreme Infosphere was transferred to Aeon Souljet. Oh, was it? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys are working for uh, Goldie, eh? Aurea? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Souljet's the uh, the man behind the curtain, but Goldie, he does all the all the heavy lifting there. Really? Well, good to, good, good to know, good to know. Yep, I'm sure they'll uh, be asking you to do them some favors soon if you just signed up. Oh yeah, like what? Well, did you read your contract? Uh, I tried. There's a lot of words. Yeah. Well, they'll just uh, be sure you get some exercise, that's all. Oh, Oh, good. I like exercise. Keeps me fit. Yeah, like opening a gym or something. Um, and Cryptex uh, leans in and like, 
Nothing like that, mate. Nothing at all. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, I'm sure we can figure it out. Yeah. Like a fitness program for underserved youth. You're really getting hung up on this whole exercise thing. I meant it kind of as a throwaway joke. They're going to have stuff for you to do. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, okay. That's all right. All right. uh, Quentin. uh, Send us what you got whenever you get it worked up. Otherwise, we'll see you at the redemption race. Welcome to the club. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Real, real nice meeting you. See you soon. Yeah. Thanks for the drinks. Drink up. Oh, uh, you want to do some, uh, some back rolls? Maybe we can do, uh, you know, like, uh, as you say, shots. Maybe yeah, people love the bar. Yeah. 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 Maybe love do it. some dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, dancing. Yeah. They'll do this big uh, like bubble bath type thing later on. That's always fun. Okay. I'll uh, lean over to Amu and I was like, Amu, if you want to get any fluid samples from the pit, you should probably do it before the bubbles come out. There's going to be bubbles? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Just wear, wear, wear gloves. <laughs> we can't wear gloves. Uh, where's some kind of protective thing? Yeah, he's got like little probies. Doesn't look sanitary. <laughs> we sanitize oh, yeah. it. Well, uh, we'll get some uh, photogenic shots. We'll get uh, some video. We'll get we'll get a hilarious video of like. Bob like dancing and just like shaking it like super hard yeah. and then pan to like uh Maite who has like her arms crossed and doing kind of like you know that gymnast girl? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. about? Just like yeah. like that frown pout and then back to Bob who's still like freaking out on the dance floor. Yeah, and maybe we can have like a lineup where we're all like facing each other with our team equivalents. <laughs> yeah, like you're up against the brick. Yeah, exactly. And Hecubino is up against like Win. <laughs> Who's our team equivalent? Uh, I don't know. That's a good. I guess you maybe Matey. Maite. Maite. Yeah. Yep. You probably Maite. be Maite, and like Skritic would be Cryptex, and Augustus is Quentin, and Bob is Steward. Yeah, you. We got the. Uh... Stuart is also a pilot, for what's worth. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, we got uh, Amu from two different supplements, so it's hard <laughs> to find an equivalent. That's fair. <sighs> yeah, I guess they're a core race only group, except for Win Weasel. Yeah. Yes. Hecubino will definitely talk about how he thinks that it's like. Like the Kasathas are like explicitly not letting people do drifters because you haven't seen a good like Kasatha, like a prominent Kasatha in a team in so long. And it's like, why not? 
but that's like clearly just like a weird conspiracy theory that he's been thinking about <laughs> and has like no way to back it up. And I'm sure that there's probably at least one Kasatha and so Kasatha. Yeah, and and Bengi's theory is that it's like actually the producers because they're worried that like the veils will keep the like people from actually empathizing with them since they can't see their faces. Right. Even though there's no data that backs that up. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's like there's a yeah, it's like uh once you have a character in a show with four arms, it's just like it makes everything more difficult for everybody else because they're not like, well, why wouldn't you just have a full crew of four arm people? And that's why it's so hard for races with four arms to get into drifters. Yeah, and like then they're like, oh, then we'd have to employ a whole new costuming team that could yeah. per- per- especially tailored for people with four arms. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to pay for that? We have uh. no arms. Yeah, yeah, and that's, so that's easier. <laughs> or many. <laughs> Again, you're not the yeah. easiest one to dress to the group, Amu. We had a whole conversation about that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Where are your pants? I think he ate them. They're in the show. Uh, yeah, and so the the... You know, music is playing. Uh, there's a, um, you know, song about like, we have to all like love each other tonight because tomorrow the star eater devourer will destroy the universe. So let's party because like tonight's the last night of our lives. Yeah. yeah. We're going to party like it's 19999. <laughs> Actually, the year 304 in Starfinder, but that's after the gap, which... Well, Quentin is Canadian, so you have to do the math. You multiply by 56 and then uh, uh, subtract 32. Add add Quentin's Korean birthday and then... All right, cool. Um, Do you guys actually party and try to have fun, or is this all work? Um, Hecubino tries very hard to seem like he's partying, but he's going to spend a lot of time trying to get a read on all of these guys. Um, just as much info as he can, like just observing how they talk to each other, how they talk to other people and all that stuff, which I feel luckily can be done in like a party atmosphere without, you know necessarily seeming like he's spying on them that seems totally reasonable going to be all business vengi is bad at all social skills effectively so she's probably like tries to um get you know to to do the same thing that uh hecubino is doing and then effectively just gets like pulled into the party yeah that's okay we need uh, vengi's main Mm. role is her uh constitution Mm. yeah (laughs) To just drink a bunch and like be the like, yeah, help and, drive, and not, drink people under tables. Yeah, yeah so that if uh, like Hecubino is not gonna drink very much because he doesn't have like he can't hold his al- alcohol like super duper well. Mm-hmm. So definitely, Vangi needs to like step in every once in a while if like yeah. somebody offers us something. Yeah, drink more than her yeah. share. Yeah, to tell uh, the other team members to stay as sober as possible. 
uh, Augustus will offer to use, he's got a little bit of magic and he says he can, uh, uh, I can cast a spell that'll help you dance all night, but it will cause you to have the song stuck in your head tomorrow. Wait, what's this song right now? The songs you hear tonight. Yeah. I think I could probably just dance all night without that. Just yeah, to make it more it. fun. Why would it all be right? Suit yourself. I, you'll just you'll you'll be really into the music, really in sync with it. But I already like the music. Okay. Thanks, though. Appreciate it. This guy, am I right? I know. So nice. So generous. Yeah. Heck, Bino, why don't you make a sense motive check? Uh, Amu, what are you doing? Uh, what Amu does best. No, uh, Amu will do exactly what uh, was suggested earlier of collecting samples and uh, engaging with the uh, partiers. Sounds good. Uh, in what manner do you engage with them? Conversation. Oh, they want to dance with you. Attempted dance while conversating? Um, someone asks what uh, species you are. We are Recreechi. What's that? Uh, we are a hive people from Recreechi. Do you like lots of uh, people all in one? Yes. You're like society. There's like lots of us, but we're all one. Dude, look at the music. The music is straight about you. It It's a bunch of colors and like there's a bunch of people. You're with us now. We're Amu. And then you get surrounded by dancing people and they say, we're Amu. No, we are Amu. And they were like, we're Amu. But, but we're Amu. Amu's going to have a, a crisis of a identity. <laughs> and the crisis. <laughs> <laughs> um, that actually is another theme in Omega Ego Death, is the loss of uh, individual consciousness um, as you... you aren't sure where you you end and uh space or society begins i mean that we that's kind of what it's have on individual ten. consciousness <laughs> we have many consciousness uh scritic what are you doing <laughs> uh i think scritic is gonna try to find somewhere something he can climb up uh, largely under the uh, ostensibly to keep a vantage and make sure you know, everyone stays safe, but more just as in a way to get out of the crowd and not be you know, assaulted by various bodies. Yeah, you can find a, a safe vantage. Yes. And just kind of glower at anyone that approaches. <laughs> this different from normal not really okay i mean there's no food so Ah. bob what are you doing dancing 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 
He's a dancing machine. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so it sounds like uh, Bob, Amu, and Vangi are making up team dancing. Hecubino is kind of doing both, but keeping an eye and like making it look like he's having fun, but keeping it mostly under control. Skritik is being cranky, and Quentin is legit working. Yes. Legit yeah, working. Right. Uh, I, I got a I got a 29 on my sense motive. Great. So um you can tell a few things. So what uh, is there any one person you're trying to single out or are you just trying to get vibes in general? Um I guess I'm I am mostly trying to see what uh Wynn's relationship is with everybody probably as a as a main thing since he's like kind of the the group leader. Yeah, um you you are able to pick up enough that um uh when you you think that the rumors of um the brick and when not getting along are true. Um uh the brick is very much a a kind of like alpha as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and does not like being told what to do. Um, so that's just uh, an inevitable conflict there. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, they're both savvy enough uh, that they don't let it show too openly. Um, and, you know, you're familiar with, with their dynamic in, mm-hmm. um, in the races uh, where they can kind of play against each other for foil uh, points a little bit, but um, overall, you think that, that that relationship is is legitimately fraught. Um, uh, when treats uh, Cryptex and Augustus Slash more like minions. I mean, I, I guess, know. yeah, like like powerful minions, but still, like do what I tell you, like lieutenants. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he seems to be actually fairly friendly with Stuart Walker and Mighty. Um, okay. he, at one point, you know, gets the group together for a shot, like all, all, uh, what, 12 of you, um, and does like the, we're not just a team, we're family thing. Nice. Um, in terms of you know you, you one night partying with him doesn't let you psychoanalyze him too much yeah, but of course. He, but he does seem a, a a kind of alpha in charge uh type person um clearly uh comfortable uh, you know getting his hands dirty yeah. what's that yeah um, yep well, I, you don't know if he's honest or not. That none of this is necessarily said. Like yeah, you, in fact, I'm think not, that he he could totally lie. Um, I, didn't, but, I didn't say I didn't say upfront. I meant out front, like oh, like as like the the obvious head of the group, as yep. opposed to like a power behind the the throne or like somebody who leads from the back. Uh, and then, as for how he feels about you guys, um, I mean, he is very good at putting on a show like very very good uh they all are to 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 a certain extent um though you know 
you note that like cryptex sudden sometimes just like annoy it seems annoyed with uh like the party and stuff like that cryptex doesn't drink at all mm-hmm. um and this will you know you 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 get that impression sometimes that cryptex is coming up with ways he could kill everyone in the room um as like a way to uh spend the time sure. uh but in general um how win seems to be treating you guys is um he he will shower you with stuff um you guys like you're famous they're mega famous um so like they're the most famous people in this club right now and it's only for pretty rich and and famous people rich or extremely attractive Mm -hmm. um so uh he is clear and uh you you get the feeling that Augustus is basically doing his bidding on this part where um, they're trying to show you a good time. They're trying to, they, they make a number of veiled or not so veiled references to how good it is like living the, the high end drifters life that they live. Sure. He doesn't seem to be afraid of you or consider you a threat in any way. That's probably for the best. Okay. Yeah, I'll just continue to keep an eye out and see, you know, what relationships are or are developing, you know, all the while just, like, drinking a little bit and, like, facilitating conversation. Like, I'll, I'll, like, really try to, like, get them talking to each other. Like bring up something that they did in some show and get them reminiscing and like see them talk about it. See if it like um, drops their guard a little bit. Watch it. Give me what do you think? Maybe a bluff check. Sure. 32. Wow. You're very good at this. So, um, they're pretty jaded. Um, and they're used Mm -hmm. to like, you know, your first couple of overtures, fall flat simply because like they've done this before they've been this is nothing new to them um but you you have a a very very good knowledge of uh drifters and you might even like tap fangy and ask her a question or ask quentin a question or something like that um to to get some things so you can actually bring up some stuff that you're pretty sure people don't bring up all the time. You ask some non-obvious questions that, and uh, you're pretty good at, at, you know, you've identified some of the emotion markers uh, of the group. So you can be like, Hey, remember this one time, you know, that uh, on this season, uh, Maite saved your life, you know, like what was going through your mind when, uh, at that time, like, because, that was actually the you know third time she saved your life, and you you don't see that mentioned in uh, most of like the the write ups or in your your uh, wiki pages. And I was wondering like what that you know how you guys talk about that. Um, and those sorts of questions do catch them a little off guard, so you're able to instigate some real conversation there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, mostly as a means to to continue gauging their relationships. Um, And, you know, if it gets some fun, actual fun anecdotes, that's great. 
But yeah, Hecubina is basically like drawing his relationship map. Uh, cool. Do you have any questions? Um, I will definitely give you another sense motive check uh, if you'd like, and then you can ask me some questions, and I can help fill in that map. Um. Yeah. Sure. Let's see if my sense motive is still working. Bloop. Thirty-two. Oh, great. All right. You Apparently. have a map. You have a map of their relationships. Okay. Um, yeah. I just you, you think. Yeah, yeah I'm mainly I'm mainly looking for like is there something like is there something non-obvious that's a problem here? Like are they all like yeah, this is the best blah 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 and then like when shoots them a look and they start sweating or something like that, right? It's like this are are you did somebody kidnap you and put you in this team or like anything like that, right? Right. So, um you're able to assess that, like, Cryptex certainly uh, is not afraid of win. Cryptex might not have fear circuits. Sure. Um, and so, you know, he's in for whatever. Um, uh, Stuart Walker is probably the one of them and maybe Augustus Slash to some extent, but Stuart Walker is the closest to uh, being like a you know, uh, I don't want to say normal because that's not quite the right word, but like a law-abiding citizen type person right. um, as opposed to the rest of the team who are all crazy people. Yeah, or all like Daredevils and Howdy Hunters and yeah. yeah, exactly. Um so uh you know, when Weasel and he go way back, um he's been on the team for a long time, but um you probably sense like he might be nearing the end of his run with the team as well. Okay. Uh uh you're fairly certain that Maite does not have amnesia and that that was uh, so that was all based off of, you know, events from the previous season that she supposedly was suffering from amnesia. You think that that's, yeah, you think that's an act. Um, and uh, that whatever her relationship with Wynn is, uh, it's definitely secondary to Wynn's role as team captain. Um, and Augustus slash, um, you, you know, he's something of a problem solver for the group, uh, but you get the slightest hint that um, he uh, feels not taken advantage of, but like underlooked, underappreciated. Sure. Um, overall, though, while the group isn't 100% cohesive, um, you do get like there's there's never anything that puts them in danger, but you kind of have the idea like if you threw a grenade right now in the middle of the table and was like ah grenade, um, that they would collectively react to it um pretty calmly and pretty efficiently as a team. Um, okay. 
that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Uh, party, party, party. Uh, Vangi, you drink a bunch of way too expensive drinks. Yep. Probably Anything else? Some weird hookah. Yep. It's uh, pink. Neat. Oh, uh, uh, you know, dance with people. Uh, you know, talk to fans. Try to, you know, I don't know, like let pe- someone st- like on my shoulder so they can get a better view over the dance pit. Awesome. Cool. Well, if anybody has anything else they want to do, let me know. Otherwise, uh, we will fade to black on opulence uh, as the party continues uh, well into the morning on Absalom Station. Nice. Uh, There we go. Party time. Excellent. Right here on Critical Hit. And you can keep the party going when you head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. Sign up today. We can't do this without your help. Uh, certainly, uh, we, we make a lot less money than other people, but uh, we put all of our money right back into Major Spoilers Productions, just like this show you're listening to right now. Again, patreon.com slash major spoilers. Until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.